Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. And we are live on the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel. Uh, Just to give you an update, this will be our only one for the week. And I'm sorry we got to do this to you, but uh, we, Holly and I, are going to Chicago um, at the end of the week for morning show boot camp. Yeah. And yes, there is actually an event where a bunch of radio people get together at a hotel and talk about the shenanigans that they do. Like these shenanigans have a purpose, people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny when you really get down to how the business of entertainment well and how like you're sitting in a room full of people and like i'll take like i have this notebook that i take for the show where i like i take notes and or write reminders for myself and i'll take this with me and it's like i'm in college and i take notes and i'll be like all right so that show in des moines got a giraffe (laughs) and they they wrote it through the wait wait so did you have the giraffe housed in the parking lot or did you contact the zoo? And then they're like, I'm sorry, wait, did you, was it, um, did you have a problem with PETA? Right. Uh, the people against the- <laughs> Were they a part of the promotion too? Oh, so you worked with them. Right, right. Oh, oh okay, got it. Thank got you. It. Thanks. So, so you actually sit and talk about how to be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so we'll be doing that in Chicago later this week, but uh, Scott couldn't go. Um, and so you'll be holding down the fort for the show on uh, Friday. Yeah, I'll be here. Don't worry about that. Things are going to go smoothly right here. And it, it'll be the first time you're actually hosting a live best of show. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. I like the opportunity to get on there and just let myself go wild before letting the rest rip. Go wild? Yeah. Well, you know, it's good practice. I mean, again, I've, ne- I've been vocal about my dreams of hosting my own shows one day. And yeah. so it's like, okay, here we go. Let, you know, open up the gates and let me ride. Let him loose. Yeah. I'm See, scared. Excited? No, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's a whole new vibe. It's right. You know what it is? Because there's moments like that where it's like you get that adrenaline rush again, and I know it's going to give that to me. Absolutely. It's like, at this point, it's you come in here pretty comfortable, and it's like, okay, every now and then there's a little rush, but for the most part, it's pretty smooth sailing. I don't get that like, oh, gosh, here we go. Every word I say matters. Mm. But I will get that when I actually am hosting these it does, shows. I, I know. Oh, I know. Um, so do are, am I hearing that I need to, like, ramp up the – Excitement feeling for you somehow? No, it's a different feeling. It's you know, it's on. It's just when Are I'm alone. Are you not being challenged? Am I challenging you? No, enough? I'm. Oh, ch- well, I, there's just so much going on that it's not really much of a challenge. Like right now, it's just kind of automatic. It as it has to be automatic. I know I should stop, but no, it's you know, it's legit. Like we're on air. I'm focused on everything there, getting all the sounds and going and recording. And then as soon as we're off, I grab like I do my other side stuff and just. I don't even think about it anymore. It's just boop, boop, boop. After a while, everything has to become muscle memory. Otherwise, like, how could you do your job? Or else I would just mess up constantly. And imagine how that you would go. You can't live in that space of adrenaline every single day for your job because I think you might die. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be bad for the brain. Well, yeah. there is um, one time at my CrossFit gym, I was talking to a firefighter. And he was saying, and I don't remember the phrase he used, but there is some condition that he was sort of comparing what we do, obviously, like, He's a firefighter. They are saving lives. Yeah, we're sitting in heroes an and- air conditioning room talking about you know stuff. Our lives aren't at stake. No, but theirs are. But he was saying that that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of radio people can tend to run with high blood pressure, even though they're healthy. Like 
he is because you live in that constant state of um, excitement and your adrenaline yeah. is high. Whereas, like, I don't get nervous. Yeah, okay. That's, but yeah. I do every morning. There's, like, a certain time when I'm putting the show together. If I don't have all the pieces in play, I can start to feel that panicky feeling. Right. And I notice that during the day... I don't shake my leg. I only shake it during the show yes, just because I'm not nervous, but I'm like, my mind is split. Well, we're on. Split. That's, we're okay, on. that's a good phrase for it. You're it's on. on. Yeah, for it's four hours straight. And like if you're a firefighter and there is, or if you're any sort of job where you're in the line of action like that, your adrenaline is high for long periods of time. And so it was really interesting. I never thought about how that could affect the body over a long period of time. I think it comes down to performance. Right, if right? you are performing. Like, and I'm not saying that firefighters are performing an act, but they're still, they're physically out in the, in a field uh, where you don't know what could happen at any given moment, and they're right. performing. Everything has to go right, yeah. Right, it's still, like, in some aspects of that. Ooh. And, like, for us, you're right. Like, I don't have that thing where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. What am I going to say? Ah, I'm going to mess up. But, like, right. we are still walking a tightrope yes. through from, from 6 till 10, where we uh, things are very scheduled, but also could like go off kilter based on one thing. Once somebody says, you still always have to be prepared for the next thing. Yes. And if we're holding, like we're balancing plates in, in air, we're just used to it. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what you mean when you say like we're like my adrenaline's good because we're used to balancing all these plates and walking across the tightrope from six to ten. Whereas you throw a newcomer in here, they're going to lose their shit. It's a lot. Um, and so you get accustomed to a certain level of that adrenaline. It's not adrenaline. It's just that your body gets used to it, even though you you do have to be elevated. Yes. Mm. You can't oh, yeah. do this job without being elevated during the performance. Right. And somebody asked me that this past weekend, actually. They were like, do you ever get nervous? And I'm like, no, not, a, not, not really. I just get anxious about making sure that what we're saying is on point and that you know, all the yeah. topics and things that we covered. do are like fleshed out. And because I'm usually one of those people that I'll think of something, thought I've thought through everything we need to do for a segment. And then 45 seconds before, I'm like, why didn't we get the giraffe in the studio? <laughs> Scott, can you get a giraffe in 45 seconds, please? Thanks. Thanks. And then Scott's like, ah! then it throws me off. Yes. <laughs> then I got to Yeah. 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 Um, so I know we said today we wanted to spend some time talking about the show, uh, Sex Life. Mm. And I know, Holly, you haven't had time to watch it, but... It is a delay. I don't know if you'll ever get time. I don't know you, when... You, you won't. You won't have, especially the school year started. It's like, like eight it's episodes, tough. nine episodes. It's, and, like, I'm sorry, like, behind the scenes, though, can we talk about it might be weird? Is it? Is it or is it not a little weird for a straight man in a relationship to watch it? <sighs> That's, like, the details, like, we'd have to talk with it because I didn't watch it with my significant other. I think if I did, it... I don't know if we would end up on different points. Like, I don't think we would, like, maybe, well, no. I don't think for you, Holly, in your dynamic, that it would be weird. But I think for Scott and his girlfriend, because they're so new and Mm. because Scott identified, well, he didn't identify. I identified him with one of the characters that we'll talk about here. (laughs) So I'm gonna give you the basic premise. Right. Um, I guess we don't want any spoilers. I just don't now would know be the time to- when I could watch it because I'm, I'm guessing I would watch it with my person, and then right. I was like, "Is this something that would be good for a couple to watch together?" I mean, it, it, I think it would be a good talking points. It good would be ta- interesting yeah. to talk through. But 
knowing you like I know you and your past, I don't think that you would have any trouble with this. And I don't think that it would trigger anything for uh, your person. Mm, okay. So, by the way, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Sex Life on Netflix. Yeah, save this and listen later. Right. So we're going to talk after I talk to the premise real quick. We'll, we're going to talk about the themes from it um, and won't give any more spoilers. But just right now, there's spoiler alert. So the whole thing focuses on uh, this woman. I don't remember what her name is. Scott, do you remember? No. Let's I... just, can you Google it real quick? So the show starts with her being having been married for like eight years to the perfect man. I mean, and this is where, as the first episode, I was like, oh, this is Scott. She's married to this guy who's loving. Ah, Billy. He, Billy. That's and her name. Oh, her name is Billy, right. Her okay. name is Billy. Her yes. name is Billy. And she's married to this guy who basically is, like, the perfect person. I mean, just a great guy, great with kids, has a great job, has given her everything that a woman, Billy, would want. Okay. Then we come to find out that she is bored out of her mind because their sex life is gone, and she was the fun, single party girl. She was the girl who would go out, have hookups, have these crazy emotional relationships that would just end in fire. And then after this really tragic relationship, she she got with her uh, husband, and he was like, this is my safe space. Right. And then they were together. Well, then there are some scenarios where... After all these years, he comes back into the picture, the ex, and it sort of rekindles all these feelings of like, am I bored with my life? Did I choose the right person? And so then the episodes play out where you, there's a lot of flashbacks where we find out how great and passionate their relationship was, but how it was really toxic as well. Yeah. And then, because I'm summing its eight episodes up really quickly, the final is we finally realize that Billy and her husband have worked it out. They've gone through these trial and tribulations of her trying to figure out, does she want to go back to her ex? Or does she want to stay with her husband because of her kids and because she actually loves him for him and whatever? This is it. This is my husband. We're in it together. We both have worked through some things. And then, this is the spoiler alert, the last 20 seconds of the show, she runs straight into the arms of her ex and she's basically like, I can have my cake and eat it, too. Oh, well, we all know how that works out. And so then that's how this season ends. And so everyone's sort of speculating <sighs> because they do, like, a time jump for yeah. this ending. Did she work something out with her husband? Like, because the husband, and this is where I kept saying that this guy was like Scott. Because, I mean, even Scott, in your, and I'm sorry if I'm saying some stuff I probably shouldn't say, but I saw this when I had to put some stuff in your room. You have this, like, really cute board um, in your room, can I say what this board is? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I guess it's like... I gave it to her already, so it's okay. Okay, it's like date night ideas for him and his girlfriend. That yeah. I'm assuming that I didn't even... I didn't read it. I just saw it, and I was like, oh, this, I'm not supposed to see this, and I just dropped it off. But I don't... You can explain more what it is. Yeah, no, it's a date board. So it's like I literally just wrote my girlfriend a note of like, you know, it's just... You got to keep the the passion and the adventure continuously throughout our relationship. So I created this board with a bunch of different ideas on it. And so it's like at the beginning of every month, I wanted to grab one and be like, look, this is what we're doing. Whether, you know, it could be like, you know, parasailing, for example, is on this board. Like grab it and we got to find one time this month to make it happen. Hey, y'all are doing the most as a new couple. Like you're already in the space where everything is new and exciting. Yeah. So well, it's just, it just keeps it coming. And it's just one of those cute gifts where it's like, you know, I'm not good with gifts, but I'm good with ideas. Mm. 
but I noticed he did this after we watched the show. I'll get into it. All right. Because basically Billy, the main character, was like, my husband just isn't passionate in the bedroom with me like these exes. And this one particular ex was that, you know, made her have this sort of uh, crisis of conscience. And I said to Scott during the first episode, you kind of remind me of the husband because you are safe. You are a listener. Like, you are great. But I wonder if someone like, uh, you know, your girlfriend who is a passionate woman, if at some point in the future, like, let's say y'all were together for eight years, would she long for some of her more passionate partners? I am a passionate lover. Like, this is where I do not agree with this at all. I am as passionate as could go. And I will, like, there's no... In the show, <laughs> again, like I can see, and there are certain points where I agreed, where I was definitely like the husband, where I'm like, you know, pretty family oriented, like I'm there for the kids, like what I don't have kids, but if I did, I'd be there for like have my house nice and everything like that. But I also would, I'm not like the husband because he like let the bedroom activity get boring. Like he, there was moments where he wasn't even paying attention, where he's like watching the TV screen when she's trying to get it. Like that is not how this player goes. Uh-uh. I will not be watching the TV. Okay. Okay. But see, and Holly, you can attest to this. When yeah. you've been together with someone for a long time, it's not like in the show her husband planned on being having a boring sex life. Life happens. Mm. And you have literally no intention. Like, at the beginning of my relationship with my fiancé, girl, every time he came over, it was like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, we'd be watching a movie, and I'd be like, <laughs> this movie has nothing to do with sex, but let's go. You're like watching like, the, the sound line of music. Stop it. Right. But then all of a sudden, as, like, you start layering your life together and things happen and just life, you're like, oh, my God. You have more to worry about individually right. and as a couple and like life can just take a toll that's why i think like a lot of these types of relationships happen because people are not great and this is what i think scott's got going for him people are not great at communicating to the other person mm. that there is you know maybe they don't even know themselves that trouble is is starting to brew because you don't want to admit to yourself that th- that anything like things are rocky. weird is happening yeah. in the relationship because and you may like i said you may not even notice it it's just that it's a slow leak and like your boat just starts filling up with water and before you know it and i i can't even explain how it just slowly happens over time where like before you know it you're taking care of a kid, two kids, maybe one of you has an aging parent, maybe one of you has trouble trouble going on at work, maybe one of you has uh, medical issues. Like, there's just so much of life that can get in the way. Don't even start on financial stuff. Suddenly, there's just not as much room for, like, spontaneous, fun, sexual stuff. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, well, let's schedule it. And the problem with scheduling it is, what if one of the two of you is not feeling it that day that you're scheduling it. And a lot of people are like, well, just push through. Okay, well, that sounds That's fun. another problem to add on to everything. That yeah. sounds like the worst time of your life. Let me just push through because the other person wants it. Like, Quick if side tangent. You're the other person. I don't want you to just push through it. I oh. was feeling up on my on my man. Oh. And I was in the mood. And uh-huh. that's that I mean, usually I would say for like a not like a majority, maybe a lot of times like the dude might be in the mood and like uh. I can work myself up for the most part. But like I was in the mood. 
And so I was like, hey. And he was like, hey. And I'm like doing some more. I'm like, hey. And he was like, I'm going to be honest. I- I'm not in a good headspace right now. I'm sorry. And I'm mm. like, that's okay. And you're like, ah, oh, man. You got to like literally just lower that flame all the way back down. Uh. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I could try and, and do it. I'm like. I don't want you to try and get excited about me. Thank you very much. But it's I'm glad he said it. Because uh, I'm that like, is good communication. This is just not a good time right now. Right. I got it. And there are some times of the month where it's just not a great time for me. So then you end up with that. Because like when you're newly together, you, there is no off time. Girl, you are ready to go 24-700. But like then right. you have to see like when your high time matches up. And when you can sync it up like maybe once a month or so and you're like, we are both having a great time this time. And then mm-hmm. next time, somebody's a little less into it. And the next time, the other person. It's a lot. Well, and that's why, especially when we lived at our uh, townhouse, Chateau Oprah, and we would hear Scott and his girlfriend. And my fiance and I would just look at each other and be like, wow, we're really shitty at this because it's it's been a minute. Because we both were going through, like, one of us had a medical issue. He had a medical issue. I was like in a weight gain part of my life. And so I wasn't feeling very sexy or comfortable. And it's like, we both had to be on the same page about it because when we're not, we're just like, eh, we're good. And that's the thing that affairs bring back, by the way, go kind of circling back around to this show that y'all mm-hmm. are watching. Like, obviously she's having an affair with the ex, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing about affairs well, is that it, it's, it's an, an emotional one. Oh, okay. So she never actually does anything with him. Yeah. Spoiler alert again, until the very end of the show. But this whole time when she's questioning, it's all emotional and in her head. Yeah, but where do you think sexual drive comes from? And especially for women. For yes. women. And to me, that's what I thought was so fascinating to see Scott understand how for a guy, it's like, put it in front of me, let's go. Yeah. Where for this woman, she would be, you know, baking cookies or, or there was like one episode where she was literally in her uh, little kids, like preschool class because uh, this kid was having some issues, a separation anxiety from his mom, and the teacher asked her to stay. And so she was putting peanut butter on celery. And then like literally, I guess just like the thought of like the long strokes on the celery she flashes back to the scene with him and because it's all mental and she was uh, like i'm in a fucking preschool well, well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. once it get once it like gets in your head it is very difficult to just remove it it may take some hard work like uh, and so it's like once you walk down that path it's exciting your body is starting to like respond to things that your mind is doing and it's Unlike your real life relationship, everything mentally is always 100% because it's you in there. It's you making a fantasy happen about some other person. So, so here's, it's always in. Here's the question. Do you go for the passion or for just the love, the comfort? <sighs> because I feel like that's the big question of the show mm-hmm. is – which one do you go to? I don't know. I feel like you got to try to find an even balance. But if you only could choose one, I would say you go for the one where there's like a solid foundation of love. Because with a solid foundation of love, you can always discuss that stuff, right? Right, right. 
like with stuff that's just like a sexual passion, who's to like what else do you have in common? Like, do you have the same goals and and parenting strategies? George W. Bush strategies. Uh, anyway, you do you use the same parenting strategy? Are what do you feel about you know politics and life and religion and and whatever else? Like, if you've got a, a someone that you can that you feel deep in your soul is like good for you as a human, couldn't you then get to a point where you can discuss the sexual side of it? That's what I would hope. And then if you just go for like the pain, the the flame and the passion, eventually that fades too like eventually that's gonna settle like let's say you know you had someone like this show where everything was like hot and sexual all the time kind of like what we were just talking about with firefighters and the radio show mm-hmm. when you live in that world of high fast adrenaline even that becomes commonplace every because your body can't take it like we're performers and are we walking on that tightrope and is it like scary yes but we do it so often we've become accustomed to it Right. And so even that level of passion and, you know, sexual, like, explos- explosiveness, you, you're you with someone for that long, like, let's put 10 years on it. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. No. And you're going to be looking for the next thing because you've never gone any deeper than that. Scott? I think it's exactly in that same realm of, like, you know, again, the passion, the flame is going, like, it will burn out, but... Uh, for me, like the love, I think one you could add in the passion. I think there's things you could communicate to continue to add into it. But also in your partner, it's not just the sex. It's I want a partner. I want a best friend. I want yeah. somebody when I'm like six to five and I'm like traveling the U.S. to be like right there with me, my buddy, my pal, my bestie. And it's not just like all right, every pit stop we're gonna get it. Probably won't, but it's gonna be somebody that I can spend the rest of my life with. And you know. I think the biggest thing that frustrated with me with this show is that she just was so bad at communicating her thoughts and her wants with her husband that her husband, like, didn't even know what she really wanted. Like, even when they first, again, spoiler, even when they first met, like, she didn't even explain to him who she really was right before the moment that they met. And so it was a whole part of her life that he never even knew. So in my eyes, I'm like, he never even really had a chance to really get it going. But the also, way you want it. And now we're, you know, eight years later, and now you are craving this other man that treated you like garbage. But hold on. I will push back a little bit on that because they do touch on this, too, is that one of the reasons why she never revealed her past is because she was like society has been set up to where a guy can come into that, like, final relationship and be like, oh, I bagged a bunch of pussy back in the day when I was in college and it was great. Whereas the woman has to be this like virtuous person who, well, I've only had one partner or you're my only one. And she was afraid because he was such a nice guy that if she revealed her past and her true desires, that he would be like, um, I'm sorry, you're already tainted. Well, that's unfortunate. Because yeah, yeah, that's, that'd be really... that's why, like, if that is the case and, like, people are listening to society in that way, yeah, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. But, but if you've done any sort of work on yourself, you realize that you can't enter into a relationship pretending to be something you're not. Right. Um, My person, I shared some pretty insane stuff from my past, and I was like, you're either going to accept this or you're not. And mm-hmm. if you're not, we better figure it out now. So... I, for the very first time, was open and vulnerable about it. And he was like, wow, okay, well, that's a lot. But um, thank you for telling me. And so, like, did it come up 
several other times as we were like in the getting to know you phase. Yeah. Um, but we worked through it because I was like, I'm tired of hiding. Like, and I had that it, it it's all like trauma based. So you're trying not to be judged by society or your mm-hmm. parents or your the men in your life or whatever. But that's just that's that's wrong. And yeah. like at some point you have to take responsibility and be like, I'm not going to let society make me this person or my parents or uh, whatever it is and do the work and figure out who you are so that when you do enter into relationships, you're being your authentic self. Mm. That's just my therapy point of view coming yeah. in for this show. But I can see how that affects a lot of people because especially women, because there is this double standard set aside where women are perceived in all different manners, which are all just fake. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting show to sort of walk through some of those thoughts because there were times when Scott would be like, Billy, the main character, like, why aren't you? And I'm like, but you got to understand the, the pressures and how society has trapped women mm-hmm. so many times. Like, there have been things in the past when Holly was like, well, I don't want to talk about this on the air because I feel like I would be judged or people would call me a whore mm. or a slut when I could come on here and talk about it and they would be like, oh, well, Miguel's a guy. It's fine. I'm like, fuck that. Let's break through some of these tropes that we have from back in the day. And they still exist, by the way. Oh, they do. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. All of them fully out and present. And if we can blame the woman for anything, then why don't we do that? So I am with you all that when like Abe was so different in all of my other relationships to where I was completely honest about everything of like, yes, I'm a crotchety person sometimes, but then I can also be the most fun person in the room. But there are two sides of me and I'm not pretending to be someone who I'm not. And that really helped us understand each other from the very beginning. And so I do think that with this show, with Billy, the main character, if she would have just said that from the beginning, like maybe it would have been rough, like you said, with you and your person, Holly, at the beginning. But then you could work through those yeah. issues. Yeah, at least you get all the facts and you get to choose then. Right. And it's like, I get it too, because when I was younger and um, like there's such a pressure, especially in the South, for women to get married still. Like, cause I came from the North and I was 25 when I moved to Panama City and, you know, on the air, new morning show, I'm single and everyone's like, you're single. <laughs> Mary Lou is like a year younger than you and she's got two kids and a husband. So what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Mm, and it, it is legit a thing. It's more in smaller towns, not not as much in big cities in the South. But in the South, there is still this very big push about, like, you better get yourself a man. And you start to think to yourself, well, if a man has a few good qualities, I better snag him because mm. I don't know when I might get a chance again. And right. it's got to do it. It's like we don't teach our kids, boys and girls, when they're little, what it means to be in a relationship because people have no idea. And that's why I think on the surface, this show, I mean, it's, it's titillating and you know, there's the one episode, episode three, 19 minutes in. Um, oh my gosh. My I don't, actually, I don't know if it's 19 minutes in, but I think it's 1850 um, where, you know, there the junk shot and it's big. And it's like, Oh my God, it's so crazy. But I do think that the <laughs> themes of, relationships and communication and the trauma that we bring into relationships and understanding that when you are even then 
I was going to say, like, I remember... <laughs> I remember when, like, being 18, 17 on dating apps and, like, talking, or not apps, there were no apps, on no, websites. Say, apps. Sorry, not apps, on websites uh, back then, right? And, you know, talking to other boys, because I was a boy, and it was other boys that we were talking, and we would all be like, I'm just newly out, and I like these things, and I want to date, I'm so excited. And then, like, every year you get older and the conversations turn a little more dark. Because they're like, yeah, I just dated this guy. He just had a drug problem. And I just, he cheated on me. And I'm just trying to work through that. And it's just like, as time goes on, you're never going to meet someone who is like, I am pristine. Everything is perfect. Oh, yeah. There was, and so you, we as society have to understand, like, I hate the whole term, like, oh my God, they're coming with baggage. Everyone has baggage. And why wouldn't you want someone with some, by the way? Because to me, that's a red flag. If you're coming to me and you're like, like an 18 year old, like when we were 18 talking and you're 30 now, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, that's a red flag within itself. Well, you haven't even lived. Mm -mm. And what wisdom did you gain in those years? Did you, did you live? Right. Or did you just protect yourself in a bubble? Because what are you bringing to this table? Right. What did you learn? And the only way we learn stuff is to go through some of that just shit and make mistakes and then be like, ooh, not going to do that again. Yikes. So. Mm. I think, and finally, when it comes to the end of the show, and I'm curious, because uh, they haven't announced if there's going to be a season two of Sex Life, but I think if they explore different types of marriages because they touched on it a little bit in one of these episodes like basically when the husband found out because billy the main character she'd been writing in a journal and sort of like documenting these like really passionate times with the ex and then the husband finds it Mm. and so in trying to relate and you know well let me get on your level of sexuality they try this like swingers party and it goes horribly wrong and it just it's not for them and they learned a lot of lessons from it but i'm wondering if they're going to explore this sort of open marriage type deal where like she doesn't like she has that emotional relationship with her husband but then she has these wild passionate crazy times with her ex if so i don't know it's going to be interesting to see because I mean, Scott, like you're. Like, why? Why do you look like that? You well, look crazy. Again, my only thing here is that, like my my problem. I don't have a problem if like you two both come to the table as and like we both want this and we both like could go through with this. Mm-hmm. But in the show, you just feel like she's like all about it. I want both, and then he's just kind of on the edge. And I don't think that's all honestly fair to him because it's like if he's not all about it like what the fuck is this marriage if it's like okay he's just kind of like giving in so you could go live both lives like again if they both came to the table like look i you know what i want it kind of too let's go ahead we'll each have a side partner we come together everything's fine but you can't have that if one person's like i don't know how i feel about this meanwhile she's running over to the ex trying to go get some d like You both have not obviously come to the table on the same, like, terms. Like, right. something's a little off, and so that's my worry in the long run. It's like, at first, it might be like, yeah, she might be a lot happier. Yeah, she just got some D. Well, what happens, like, a year down the line when he's just been resenting, 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 maybe some feelings that he hasn't even, like, worked through yet on this whole situation of not feeling good enough because I've discovered a lot. Like, as I've now, you know, now with my girlfriend now, and uh, it's my first time being in, like, an adult relationship where we both – We've gone through school. We've been with other partners. And it's like I had to put my ego to the side big time when I met her. And, like, we talked about our baggage. We talked about our past. Because 
At first, I'd be like, oh, God, like, I don't feel worthy. Like, you've probably been with better guys. I don't know. But there was a moment where I had made a conscious decision. I was like, bitch, that's your fucking ego. Set it to the side because that has nothing to do with this. Like, obviously, she's into you for who you are. Stop worrying about this past crap. And, but it's hard. It's daily work. And I've, there are so many scenes in this show where it's like you know this guy is just working through, like, trying to escape that ego of not being good enough because, meanwhile, wife is just journaling it up about how good this guy is. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing of us men. Like, all we think about is, like, man, I just I hope I'm the best in the bedroom. And so he's just struggling big time with that ego. And I think if this continues and he's not all on board, I don't know where that passion leads them in the future because I feel, as I've seen with him, the character, the husband is just going to continue to second-guess himself and not feel worthy enough for this marriage. I think a uh, uh, final lesson from the show is that you have to continue to get to know your your spouse and you have to continue to not fall into this, oh, my gosh, we're just roommates and we're just friends. Because I've been in that situation before to where it becomes so non-sexual that you look at them one day and you're like, I don't find you sexually attractive at all. And it's because you haven't been working through it and and understanding those facets of sexuality and, like, working at it. Because it's work. As you get older and things happen, it is absolute work that they had to do in the show. And so I'm just, I'm curious on where they're going to take it. But unfortunately, we got to go. (sighs) So if you haven't watched Sex Life, girl, there are so many different themes. And there's, like... Just so much more. About, it's, a, it's a meaty show to get into. It's good. It ah, meaty. Yeah, like that big. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Scott, this is why we say it's not. It's for mature ears only. That's right. Uh, Scott, what is your social media? At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And mine is Miguel Fuller. M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. And thank you to Nikki Coates, who left us a comment uh, on the Facebook, or I'm sorry, the on YouTube, YouTube's. where we stream it live. But you can also obviously go back and watch it after we finish recording. Uh, if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, shoot me an email with all the information, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And we will see you next week when we are back from radio school.